dreaming. It seems easy, right? It's so easy to sleep when you're a kid and then you become an adult and then you become an adult woman. And it seems to be a very difficult proposition. Getting a good night's sleep is something I think most of us would pay an enormous amount of money for. And for some of us, nothing seems to work. Dr. Angela Holiday-Bell is a certified sleep specialist and sleep coach. Let's talk about the CPAP machines first because so many people suffer from sleep apnea and there's been a huge recall and the Dutch company that makes them says that it's going to take till 2023 till people get a new one. Is that what you're seeing, Dr. Bell? Yes, it is. First of all, thank you so much for uh, for having me on the show. But absolutely, this recall has been a big issue. There are so many individuals who suffer from obstructive sleep apnea and use CPAP to help them sleep um, and have now run into the issue of potentially experiencing some dangerous consequences of their CPAP and trying to figure out what to do uh, for that. Because as a doctor, I would imagine you tell them they cannot go without a CPAP machine waiting for a new one. So then they have to face breathing in some of those particles that have been linked to hazardous chemicals. Exactly. That is the difficult part is that uh, effective sleep apnea is a really significant condition that can lead to some um, significant health consequences down the line itself, right? And so trying to balance the potential harms of the recall devices with the harms of the disease itself is tricky. Um, there are some alternatives that we try to um, explore with patients, but, you know, it really comes down to that that foam that's being used in some of the um, company's CPAP machines that can degrade um, and lead to the particles and inhaled chemicals that can um, cause some serious effects. One thing people can do is, you know, there are other companies that make CPAP machines, Um it can be difficult based on insurances and access to those things. And, and uh, the company that made the recall devices makes a significant portion of them. So it, it really is difficult to just, uh, you know, switch. Um, but there are also some other options like some oral devices that can be helpful for obstruct- obstructive sleep apnea, um, some lifestyle things. So, so obesity is linked strongly to obstructive sleep apnea. So things like losing weight can be helpful decreasing alcohol and smoke uh, consumption or cigarette use because both of those things can at least worsen sleep apnea. So there are definitely some things you can do to help, but it really comes down to having something to keep that airway open. And what about the people that sleep with people who use a sleep apnea machine or a CPAP? (laughs) How do they get sleep? Unfortunately, they suffer just as um, badly sometimes. And I know I've talked to mates of uh, individuals with sleep apnea who are like, thank you so much for this machine because now I have to listen to the loud snoring and, you know, the gasping for air. So absolutely, it's a struggle for them to, you know, it it really is difficult. But things that I recommend are, um, you know, if the the sound or the snoring is a problem, using things like uh, earbuds that are made for sleeping, so ones that are not, um, not as uncomfortable or there are uh, certain headbands and sleep masks that have built-in speakers that you can use to, to try to drown out the sounds. Making sure that your sleep, uh, like the mate sleep, is on track too and that they have good slight, uh, sleep hygiene and sleep practices into place so that they're hopefully getting into a deep enough sleep that their partner's uh, you know, sleep issues aren't affecting theirs quite as much. So doing things like going to bed and waking up around the same time, limiting caffeine after a certain time, 
limiting napping after uh, a certain time, having a bedtime routine that's nice and soothing to decrease stress and anxiety, make it easier to fall asleep. All those things can be helpful to kind of get a deeper sleep and hopefully not have as much sleep interruption from their partners. Dr. Bell, I've tried all those things. I've tried them all. And I think that I just had such a weird sleep schedule most of my adult life, you know, getting up at yeah. three o'clock every morning that I'm, I feel permanently damaged. And I talk to a lot of women over the age of 50 yeah. who cannot get sleep. I mean, they've been told by their doctors, don't watch news, cut back on caffeine, make sure the temperature in the room is right. But there's still something that's keeping so many Americans awake. And you know that, or you wouldn't be a certified sleep specialist and a sleep coach. So Absolutely. Absolutely. And you are 100% correct. Trust me. I I um, understand the, the crazy sleep schedules that interfere with your ability to keep a consistent one and can definitely throw off your sleep. And as you mentioned, as you get older, and specifically for women as they get older, absolutely those those sleep struggles um, worsen and, and can turn into chronic insomnia as opposed to just like having trouble sleeping. Like this is a significant sleep problem. And there are certain therapeutic techniques that we use for individuals who suffer from chronic insomnia. One of those things um, is, is stimulus control. So a huge huge problem when you can't sleep is actually spending too much time in your bed not sleeping. So you get into bed and you have trouble falling asleep or you uh, wake up in the middle of the night, you can't get back to sleep. And our first inclination is to just will ourselves to sleep. We're just going to stay in bed and, you know, move as, as less as possible and keep our eyes closed tight and then we'll fall asleep. But that actually creates the opposite problem in that you, you try, you start to connect the bed with being awake and being anxious, and that actually leads to worsening sleep problems. So the first thing I recommend for anyone suffering from chronic insomnia is if you're not sleeping, get out of your bed. Go okay. to a separate space, do some soothing, relaxing activity like meditating or reading, and only get back into bed when you're sleepy to help reestablish that relationship and that connection between your bed and sleep. That is important to know. We need a sleep coach all the time on this show. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, Dr. Angela Holiday bell Really, I, I think a sleep coach uh, is somebody that should check in every week. Steve's going to check in. He's got your news coming up next on 720 WGN. Lisa Dent, WGN.